Next, this month's special series, Focus on Global Medicine. ReachMD is taking an in-depth look at how medicine is working toward health and longevity for people around the world. Join us all this month for the latest medical research and treatment across borders. Improving public health in the developing world depends on a number of factors, such as adequate financing, strong governmental and private support, and stable local infrastructures that include hospitals, laboratories, and health professionals. While funds allocated to tackle global diseases have risen in recent years, local infrastructures have been neglected. What are the global implications of an imbalanced distribution of first-rate medicine? And how can the local talent pool of health workers be cultivated to help the world's poorer populations? A novel partnership between Yale University and the University of Ghana shows us one way. You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special segment focused on global medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Hsu, practicing general pediatrician and author. Our guest is Dr. Michael Capello, professor of pediatrics, microbial pathogenesis, and epidemiology and public health at the Yale School of Medicine and director of the Yale World Fellows Program. Welcome, Dr. Capello. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm happy to be here. Great. Now, why don't we start with a little overview of your program? Well, this program, which is really a partnership in global infectious disease research between Yale University and the University of Ghana, was established in 2006 following my first visit to the country where I met with a remarkable group of investigators based at the Noguchi Memorial Institute for Medical Research, which is a semi-autonomous research facility that is affiliated with the University of Ghana. And I traveled there with my colleague in infectious diseases here at Yale, Elijah Painsel, who is a graduate of the University of Ghana. And we were interested in developing an international collaborative effort that would allow us to engage in our research, but also build capacity in Africa for research efforts in infectious diseases. So the basic components of this program, which is now entering its third year, include faculty-level collaborations. And these involve laboratory, translational, and field-based research, again, focused on globally important infectious diseases. We've established a series of pilot projects focused on everything from uh, hookworm epidemiology and molecular diagnostics, which is my area of interest, to cellular metabolism of antiretroviral agents. We have a project on the role of malaria in mother-to-child transmission of HIV, epidemiology of vector-borne diseases. The second major component of this program is a bidirectional exchange of students, trainees, and faculty between the Noguchi Institute and Yale. We now are planning our third eight-week summer exchange of students and trainees between the two institutions where they receive close mentoring and an independent research project. And lastly, we have a series of visiting professorships where we send faculty from Yale to the Noguchi Institute for up to a week to give a series of public lectures and also uh, research seminars to our colleagues there. And likewise, we've brought faculty from Noguchi here to Yale for similar experiences so that they can get to know people at Yale and get a sense of what's going on here in terms of research. Now, one of your goals is to create viable career opportunities for African but also American scientists in Ghana with also the goal of integrating the scientists into the international scientific community. But what are some of the reasons that these scientists leave in the first place? I mean, we know there might be better money or prestige or opportunities elsewhere, but are there other reasons that we haven't thought of? I think it's important to recognize in the case of scientific research or biomedical research that people who choose to go into that line of work, they need to see a viable career path ahead of them. And I think that 
part of the isolation of Africa from the global scientific community has really left many of the young people coming up through the system there who might have an interest in conducting research in global health. It leaves them with a sense that they can't have a viable career path if they stay. There's no shortage of very bright, hardworking, capable people in countries like Ghana and many other parts of Africa, and many of them recognize early on that they don't have a prospect for a successful career staying in their home country, and that encourages them to leave. I think one of the things that we're trying to accomplish with this program is by building partnerships and developing relationships between young scientists early in their careers, between institutions like Yale and the Noguchi Institute, that we can actually create a partnership that gives people a very clear sense of how they can be successful without necessarily needing to permanently relocate in other countries. On the flip side, I think what's happening for our Yale students and trainees is that they are beginning to recognize that opportunities for research in global health really exist in partnership with our African colleagues. And so we hope, on the one hand, to inspire more students from Yale and from other institutions in the U.S. and the West to consider careers focused on improving the health in places like Africa through research, while providing our African colleagues the very real sense that they can be successful through such a partnership. Let's talk specifically about your partnership. Does this program receive any government support? Where else does the money come from to fund this initiative? So we're very fortunate to have a number of partners in this effort, actually, in both countries. First and foremost, this wouldn't have happened without the enthusiastic endorsement of the University of Ghana and the Noguchi Institute. And I think the leadership of the Noguchi Institute, in particular, Dr. Alex Nyarko, who's the director, and Dr. Michael Wilson, the deputy director, who's been our primary point person on this collaboration, you know, they recognized very early on the value in this kind of equal partnership focused on building research capacity. And so they deserve a tremendous amount of credit for their vision. In the past six months, we've also received a tremendous vote of support from President Kufour of Ghana. Uh, he also recognizes the value of partnerships like this and, in fact, has designated funds from his office specifically to support the Yale-Noguchi exchange. Uh, Yale University, likewise, has been extremely supportive, in particular, departments of pediatrics and pharmacology, as well as Yale's Office of International Affairs. I think this program, in many ways, demonstrates or highlights Yale's commitment to training leaders, and in this case, leaders in biomedical and global health research. We've even been fortunate to develop a relationship with the U.S. Navy Medical Research Unit. So NAMRU-3, which is based in Cairo, has a permanent posting at the Noguchi Institute. And so members of the NAMRU team have served as mentors for Yale students and for Noguchi students working there as part of our exchange. So I think we're very fortunate in that the partners that we have developed in this effort have been very supportive. They're very much interested in seeing this multinational effort succeed. If you've just joined us, you're listening to a special segment, Focus on Global Medicine, on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Hsu. Our guest is Dr. Michael Capello, professor of pediatrics, microbial pathogenesis, and epidemiology and public health at the Yale School of Medicine. We're discussing Yale's partnership to train researchers in Africa. 
When strengthening academic infrastructures, it's often helpful to focus on students at an early age, such as the elementary school level. Are there any thoughts to extend this program to include younger ages? And do you have any plans to maybe incorporate this entire training process in Ghana rather than have them come to Yale? To get to your first question, I think for us in a medical school like Yale, which has a tremendous existing research infrastructure and is really focused on higher education, both at the undergraduate and then the graduate medical school level. You know, we clearly focused on the area where we ourselves had the most expertise. Uh, There are many programs globally focused on K-12 education, but surprisingly few focused on research training uh, at the undergraduate and then graduate level. So we've really, I think, identified an area where we felt we could do the most good, where we could provide the most benefit, and that really is at the level of higher education. Uh, with regard to your, your second question, in fact, remember this program really is, the learning goes on in both institutions, and I think it's important to recognize that Yale students who are based at Noguchi for their research experience, it's their capacity as well that's being enhanced. So in other words, what Noguchi is providing us is very much what we're trying to provide them, which is an opportunity to engage in research that increases their capacity, their ability to ask important questions, to design and execute important scientific experiments. So we see this really very much as a partnership that elevates both sides, if you will, and enhances each of our capacity to conduct research. Now that you've focused on Ghana, do you think this model might be successful for expanding to other parts of Africa to try to reverse this continental brain drain that's being seen in in the scientific community? I don't think there's any question that this is a model that could be scaled and introduced into other places. In fact, I just returned from five days with my colleagues in Accra, and one of the things that we have discussed is actually expanding this effort to essentially create an international center for global infectious disease research that's focused on training. I think it's an area that has been somewhat neglected in the broad kind of global health and global philanthropy world. There's a lot of interest in providing medicines, a lot of interest in providing doctors from the West to provide care or to engage in medical education, but there are relatively few opportunities and resources available to help train investigators in countries like Ghana to be able to address those issues themselves and to address them through research. I think that the sustainable or lasting benefits are likely to come from people who first do the work to figure out what works and doesn't work. And so we're very interested in, again, taking advantage of Yale's fairly substantial research infrastructure in biomedicine and health. We're very interested in sharing that with our colleagues and trying to train a generation of scientists focused on global health who can ultimately address the challenges that they face in their country. So I would very much like to see this International Training Center become really a hub for training researchers from across the spectrum, not just in Ghana, but in West Africa and possibly on the continent as a whole. I was wondering if you could share with us what you believe to be the most important element that would keep leadership and scientific talent in their home countries. What would that one element be? I would say the most important thing or the most effective thing we can do is really provide people with the hope that they can pursue their passion with a realistic expectation of success and personal satisfaction. 
you know, we're seeing in Ghana, not just through this program, but in other spheres as well, that people now are beginning to recognize viable career opportunities available to them without leaving the country. Our goal certainly is to provide the kind of partnerships that allow for intellectual and personal growth to our colleagues who want to stay in Ghana and find ways to improve their country. So I would say that it's really about hope more than anything else. And when people recognize or feel confident that they can be successful in their home country, I think the Ghana experience has demonstrated that they have a tremendous interest in improving conditions there. We just need to do the best we can do to make it easier for people to see that they can be successful by staying. I'd like to thank our guest, Dr. Michael Capello. We've been discussing Yale's partnership to train researchers in Africa. I'm Dr. Jennifer Shu. You've been listening to a special segment, Focus on Global Medicine, on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at reachmd.com, which features on-demand podcasts of our entire library. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to this month's special series, Focus on Global Medicine. For a program guide and a complete list of shows, please visit us at reachmd.com.